on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. You're listening to the girls around town here on Radio Newark this Sunday morning, and as we've been saying all the way through the past 45 minutes, a slightly different girls around town because we've got a men full of uh, a studio <laughs> full of men, a men full of studio, uh, a studio full of men. I'm so excited. You know, I, I just, it, to be honest, I've been having a bit of a day today. Right, first of all, when I walked through the door of the studio, the alarms went off. Secondly, I've just broken a set of headphones and now I can't get my words out because I'm so excited at being surrounded by um, all these blokes, which is so unusual for girls around town. <laughs> However, let's get to it. I'm going to try and calm down a little now. And Rachel is in the studio with me to keep me under control <laughs> and to step in if I seem to be getting a bit too excited. First of all, a big welcome to our two guests. So we have here in the studio this morning, John Nelson. John, good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you very much for coming in. And we also have Des Williams. Des, good morning. Hello, good morning to you. Right. Very nice to be here. It's lovely to have you here. Yes, as as I say, it's very, very unusual. We, we've had the occasional bloke in the studio, haven't we, Rachel? I don't think I've been here when we have. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were here when um, Dean and Daniel were here for the Royal oh, Wedding. Oh, yes, I was, you? yes. Yes, yes. yes. So, so it does happen occasionally. We, we've had um, a gardening expert, a couple of gardening experts, um, Andy that we kept calling Alan or Alan that we kept calling Andy oh, yeah, yes yeah, yeah. yes yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see even then it was just one man and we couldn't get it straight right so uh, John and Des are here to talk to us about men in sheds we're going to do most of that in the second hour of the show but before we get to that we are going to find out a little bit about them personally so who wants to start which of you we're, let John first. we're going to let john start right john tell us a little bit about yourself me uh i obviously uh, well retired but before <laughs> i retired i worked for john smith's brewery at uh, the castle brewery in newark and uh, i was an area manager for a lot of the pubs so that uh, kept me well amused and well supplied in beer. <laughs> You're a bit of an expert on the beer then. I, I wouldn't say a bit. I'm a, I'm a good beer drinker. Still, still to this day. And why not? Um, and you've been retired for how long? Oh, about uh, 20, uh, 22 years. So, as you say, well retired. Yes. Um, and apart from Men in Sheds, which we'll come to in a little while, how do you occupy yourself these days? Well, uh, <coughs> I get my list occasionally at the house <laughs> and I go to uh, Probus Club in Newark and that is always enjoyable. And that's, uh, again, men-only uh, uh, club. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also, as you very well know, have been doing the talking newspaper yes, at Newark yes, for indeed. a long time. Yes, yes, in fact, that's how that's how I first came to hear about Men in Sheds from John when we were t trying to sort out, I'm sure, at the time, a bit of a sticky problem with, with um, something to do with the talking newspaper, a schedule going wrong or something, that's or right. needing to replace somebody on, on the um, team. And John mentioned Men in Sheds in passing quite some yes, time ago. it was. It mu I've been thinking it must have been over two years ago. See, you, you made a kind <laughs> note 
<laughs> and I'd asked for you to give us a little bit of a plug. Indeed you did, and um, it just goes to show my memory's not that bad because, um, well, I, I have my lists to remind me, but it came into my mind, hmm, when did we talk? Maybe two or three weeks ago, perhaps uh, a little bit longer? Yes. Um, and you were quite surprised that I had remembered. I was, but I was. There you very go. Surprised, but, <laughs> but very, very pleased, I may add. I, I'm glad to hear that. So we are going to do that very thing in, as I say, in the second hour of the show. But before we do that, let's um, briefly um, let Des introduce himself as well. Well, I'm Des Williams. I uh, used to work in the space industry. And I like to boast that most of the world satellites up until about 10 years ago had our controls in. So when the uh, satellites get into space, we know where they are and what they're doing. Gosh. Um, and many has taken over my life. I have very little time for anything else. I'm there six mornings a week. And Sundays I try and catch up on my sleep. Uh, oh, I'm very sorry we've really <laughs> disturbed that this week. <laughs> because uh, it's my understanding that you're the secretary of, of the Collingham. No, no, right? I'm, I'm actually the chairman. The chairman. But the real right. name is a gopher. I have to right. go for this and go for Tell that. Tell me about <laughs> it. Yes, yes. I, I am chairman of a um, women's networking group. And basically what it boils down to is I do everything. <laughs> yeah, that, That's me. That's absolutely. me. Yes, yes I as, know exactly how you feel. As you can gather, June, Des is absolutely devoted to the shed and it is very much appreciated for all he does. His expertise, apart from his work, he was very good at health and safety. And that has helped us tremendously in the shed, yes, I'm as sure. you can well imagine. Yeah. yeah. So, so how long have you been? Um, I, I take it you're retired from the. the, the oh yes, industry. I retired so about you, ten years ago. And involved in in the shed? How long? Uh, five years, six years, because we were a year in planning, bringing it to uh, fruition, and it's been open five years. Fantastic. Well, as I say, we're going to find out um, after the news a lot more information. First of all, about the the national, the nationwide, because because this isn't just a shed. No, in it's nationwide. Colony. It's part of a massive, massive um, nationwide um, collection of sheds, and they're not all sheds either. And we'll talk about that too. Four non-blondes there, and what's up? So, what's up today? Apart from the fact that I have sat on the chair too far away from the microphone, <laughs> my chair won't move. Oh, I've got it. Yes, my, my, my wheels weren't quite working. Uh, what's up today is uh, we're talking to John and Des about um, men in sheds. We're going to, as I say, do most of that in the second hour of the show, but just very, very briefly, um, Des, as the um, gopher, as you say you are, <laughs> the, the man for all seasons, otherwise known as the chairman, um, just tell us very, very briefly about um, the Collingham Shed. How long it's been going, how many members you've got, and um, when it's opened, basically. Right, the, the Collingham Shed uh, really uh, has been in operation five years. It took a year, another year to actually get it together mm. and find premises uh, and, and set up. So we have around 2,000 square feet. It's a very, very well-equipped workshop. We have a lot of professional equipment. People do give us the DIY stuff, but unfortunately, it's really not good enough. Uh, we have around 25 members, uh, and that's enough for, for the space we have. Uh, we're open technically four days a week, 
uh, on a Tuesday through till Saturday, I should say, avoiding Friday as maintenance day. Uh, we start at 10 and finish at 1 or 2 or 3. <laughs> um, and Mondays we're open again in 10 till 1. And that's, we'll say, by invitation only. If you have a project on, um, it's where you can have t- just two or three people and you've got the whole workshop to yourself. So all the tools are available. Uh, so you can really get on with what you want to do. Well, we're, we're going to find out after the news all what what all those things that you really want to do are, what kind of thing it involves. Um, and also, we'll hear a little bit more too about um, the national setup um, and the answer the burning question do you let women into your sheds we, we we'll s- save that for after the news <laughs> I, I stutter <laughs> i stutter <laughs> so we're going up to the news now we will talk to john and des in more detail in a few moments manic monday there well it is not quite manic sunday um in fact it's, it's a very good sunday we're here in the studio rachel Rapper and myself talking to two of the men in sheds from collingham john nelson and des williams and Rachel is going to do a little bit of quizzing now about the um, the background and the the purpose of Men in Sheds, both locally and on a more national level. So, over to you, Rachel. Yeah, so what I wanted to, to know, um, Des and John, was um, what's the purpose of Men in Sheds? So, uh, for people who don't know about it. Okay, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, Men in Sheds started in Australia around 2006. Uh, in Australia... There's a tremendous amount of redundancy or nowhere for the men to go and the government came up with the idea of starting sheds where men would learn new skills uh, and go back into industry and it came over to us again in about 2011 and again there was an awful lot of redundancy around the UK at the time and a lot of sheds started. We were one of the first 10 to 15 and really the purpose um, I, I I hate the expression um, a lot of men are quite I say lonely They there's nowhere for them to go other than the pub uh, and so many men have great skills uh, and it's a way of having a shed they can now get together with like minded people and pass those skills on they can teach other people we've been very lucky ourselves a couple of young members um, around the 30 redundant came along to chat to us we took them on board uh, they started working learning new skills one has gone off to start his own shed in Portugal a very successful one and another one he worked in uh, hydraulics he's gone down to Gloucester uh, he has a full-time job down there uh, and has gone from strength to strength um, plus we teach new members coming in their own skills yes i would uh, endorse that uh, i think it goes without saying we had a very uh, keen uh, founder member who had such tremendous drive and he got it uh, established and we at collingham i'm very pleased to say have a very happy shed with very good camaraderie and really enjoy ourselves. Some take their time on such things as woodwork, others perhaps men clocks, 
others perhaps uh, do a bit of artwork which is very good and even supply music at times with a very good accordion so we have a wide range of skills I should add that I'm probably the least skillful <laughs> member of the shed in Collingham. So you don't need to be, you don't need to have a set of skills None to at be all, part no. of a shed no. then? It's a place where they can come and enjoy themselves. Um, we have several members that, I say do absolutely nothing, they do the most important job and that's making the coffee and washing up. That, that's an absolute <laughs> skill that we like to teach everybody. But, um, no, we, as John says, we, we cover everything. They could play cards if they wanted to, domino. We have everything there that you could think of. Um, I'll teach computer skills. Because a lot of people, I mean, one uh, around 80, 82, another one 90, couldn't use the computer. They'll break it if they use it. Um, so I've made it my mission to teach them and make sure and now they can use the computer and sometimes I get stuck and I'll make a comment and they say of course it's just like this so you know I have a 90 year old telling me how to use a computer <laughs> when in fact I used to design them so <laughs> it's quite ironic really but they're there to enjoy themselves uh, and say so we have people making walking sticks uh, um, Reg, one of the chaps there he's 92 uh, he enjoys making walking sticks of all shapes and sizes and weird and wonderful things. Uh, we have some very good wood turners. Uh, we make anything you can think of uh, out of wood. It's surprising what you can spin up on a lathe. Myself, I make hundreds of pens. Uh, I'm sick and tired of making <laughs> pens, but they're a good seller. Yeah. Um, and as John said, uh, we repair clocks or make clocks if necessary and it's a skill that's really gone out of fashion and if you go along to a jeweler or they say well we don't do that anymore or they'll want some horrendous price uh, we've just repaired a grandfather clock because we don't have to pay um, labor and that but it took about 30 pounds in bits and pieces to repair it uh, and it's ticking away merrily for a year on. Because it can be a really difficult transition, can't it? Moving yes. from full-time work. That's right. So, so did you find that, uh, John, that this has been a, an important way to support you post-retirement? Um, not really, uh, Rachel, no. Because uh, I spent a lot of time on the golf course. Right. <laughs> But then... Uh, See, being a woman, this is a mystery to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then came the time when I got to know the founder and he uh, told me that he'd been to uh, a lecture at Leicester about the men in sheds and he said to me, I'm very keen to start a shed. So I said to him, well, if you want to start a shed, I will back you. And that is exactly, hopefully, what I've done. Yes. And you were saying the transitionary period. Yes, it is difficult for many elderly people. Uh, some, uh, unfortunately, get socially isolated. Yeah. And 
that is for many different reasons, as you will obviously appreciate. So the shed can fill that gap. And I'm pleased to say that we always make uh, possible new members very welcome. And they can come to the shed and see what we're all about. And they can come two or three times. And if they don't like it, well, okay. But if they want to join, well, then we'll sign them up and they can join the happy throng. Brilliant. Can I, can I say, un unlike John, the shed really was a lifesaver for me. I worked, I say, all my life and uh, I then had a quadruple heart bypass. So I now can't do things. Uh, and where's the better place to go than the shed? Because you're now meeting men rather than being stuck in that chair looking at that box in the corner. Absolutely. So, so it really is a lifesaver, and I think it is for a lot of the men that come down there. It's getting away, um, dare I say, getting away from the good ladies. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, fancy saying that with ladies in the studio. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I absolutely understand because I was saying to you, uh, you guys earlier, that uh, if I'm ever working from home or I have a few days off from work, my husband, I, we have a role reversal, you know, my husband gets very annoyed at me being around the house, which is sort of now his domain and his space. Not because he's cleaning or iron or anything <laughs> useful. So yes, I, yeah, absolutely, you know, you want to have your own space. Yeah. Does he do a bit of hoovering? He does actually, he does do hoovering. But, um, but you know, it's, it's that thing of being at home when normally you're not at home. Um, so having somewhere I can imagine like the shed to go where you can share with friends must be great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I just wish we had space. It would be nice. We're going to move premises probably in the next two years, which will be a much larger premise. And then we can take on new members. Uh, and really it's taking on those people that become socially isolated. Um, we're very central in Collingham. We're right next to the station and people can travel in from Lincoln, uh, Newark and that um, and just walk 500 yards, 500 metres roughly <laughs> uh, to the shed and we hope that they have a, an enjoyable morning. That's the whole key to enjoy themselves. And learning new skills is so important and I was reading about um, uh, staving off dementia uh, and Alzheimer's and actually just generally keeping yourself, your well-being yes. uh, healthy. And, and the key being to continue to learn. Have you both learned new things? I, I have. Um, not, I don't do things very well, shall we say, but it's an understanding, really. And I just... I mentioned earlier on about doing clocks. When you look at a clock, really they're all the same, just the gears are much bigger. Um, so uh, it, it was very useful working with the guy, Richard, who looks after and does all the clock, um, being with him and saying, well, that's the same gear as you've just put in there, and he explains how they work. Uh, and so it's not such a mystery, it's just patience that you need. Um, other things, uh, I used to do wood turning when I was about 12 from school, and then I got back into it later on. Um, and we have an expert chap come along now and I'm just picking up things from him as when I, I say when I feel like it you don't have to make a time to learn you just wander in and what are you doing and show me how to do that and people will show you what to do 
great fun. Well, now you're going to ask me, <laughs> and I suppose, uh, as I've already said, least skillful, but start with, I managed to make a few bird boxes, oh. which uh, was quite amusing, and then uh, uh, I was given a, a drawing for toys, and I made a small train set, oh, toy train set, which was uh, quite amusing. And then I've started to do pyrography, and that's burning uh, designs on wood. My brother used to do that, yeah. <laughs> he did? Mm. Oh, good. Well, I'm practicing, and hopefully more practice makes perfect, <laughs> and I'm a long way from that. And you haven't set fire to the shed yet, or anything like that? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good thing, a very good thing. Farrell Williams there and happy and quite an appropriate piece of music actually because I'm sure that most of the uh, men in sheds down at Collingham have found a certain uh, degree of happiness going there. Right, before we talk to um, John and Des in a bit more detail, uh, uh, one or two things, I've got a couple of stats for you because um, as I always do, I did a bit of research before the show and I had a look at the website which is called mensheds.org.uk and the organisation was set up I think back in 2013 if I remember rightly it is now a charitable organization there are uh, or there were on the day that I looked at the website 11,136 men benefiting directly they call themselves shedders by the way <laughs> um, there are 464 sheds open across the country across the uk one of which of course we know is in collingham and there are a further 133 in development so um it's not a small thing you know this is this is this is a big organization across the country um i was also interested to see that a relatively new member of staff who is um, tasked with developing the organization and its work <laughs> is wait for it drum roll i've got a drum roll i should have done tonight is a lady <laughs> which leads me neatly onto um the question that i wanted to ask uh john and des and also uh, something to explore as well first of all do you have women in your shed a definite n <laughs> a definite no but having said that women are always welcome if they want to come and visit to see what we're about so and also if they want to learn about woodworking for example they can come at different times when the shed is not fully operational so you'd open the doors on a, I don't know, a Wednesday afternoon or something if you weren't weren't there and yes, I, I'm I'm quite happy uh, to give, be it woodworking or uh, any, anything on that side, uh, pyrography or computing. Uh, computing. Um, I, I prefer computing really because there are a lot of, well, ladies and men. But um, can I say uh, my next door neighbour? Uh, her husband wouldn't let her use a computer um, 
and I made it my mission to teach her um, on the quiet. So she would come round to visit my wife, <laughs> and we would spend the afternoon on the computer. Um, I, hope so, <laughs> I hope your neighbour's not listening. <laughs> well, I hope so. Uh, otherwise, I can't go home. But uh, <laughs> so I'm quite happy they come to the shed. It's a good place, yeah. um, and we can take three or four. Uh, we have a couple of laptops. We have a fixed computer as well. Um, and, and just run through. But if they want to do woodworking, I'll teach them lathe. I've taught a couple of ladies wood turning, and they're exceptionally good. They have a much lighter hand than a man, whereas we tend to rip the wood off and then have to sand it off. A lady turns it nice and gentle, probably takes, I say twice as long, but that doesn't matter. But it's a finished product at the end. So, yeah, any ladies wanting to come along, just get in touch with us and we'll just welcome you along. Now, we've, I, uh, we've had an invite, haven't we, Jane? We, we have, yes. yes we're going to take up Absolutely. Well, I hope yes, you do. Yes, yes definitely. We're not misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I was talking while, while um, Farrell Williams was playing, I nipped out for a quick um, slurp of my coffee, provided by Ian, beautifully provided by mm. Ian. I don't know if he's still there, but he's, he's been doing, yes, he's been, he's yes, he's been doing <laughs> the dishes and making the coffee. He has been well taught by Des, that's true. Anyway, um, Ian gave me an idea for something um, that we might explore with you briefly as well. So blame Ian for this one. <laughs> so you don't have women members at the sheds, but of course women do benefit, don't they? Because they're getting rid of you lot for an afternoon or morning or something. How does the wife feel about that? I, I think they like to get rid of us, to be honest. They, they wouldn't admit that, but that's why we're all encouraged to go. Don't forget it's your day at the shed and it's nearly ten o'clock. <laughs> It gives them a bit of space. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so you're both benefiting in slightly different ways. You're you're benefiting um, from leaving the house, and your wife is benefiting from you leaving the house, basically, um, and presumably from new interests and, and and new friends and whatever that you make. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, you get to meet a lot. And, of course, the men's wives come down as well. You know, it's not as though they're excluded. No. Uh, they get dropped off and need to be picked up and come in and have a chat. So although we, we sort of make it sound as though it's a men only, but it, it's a very friendly shed and mm -hmm. ladies are quite welcome. And, uh, and do you tend to socialise outside of the shed? I mean, has it built sort of a, a we, friendships We do outside? in a slightly different way, that we, we have outings and... Yes. Meals out and things like that. But we tend not to socialise on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. um, we're all living so different locations. Um, so really, it's a meeting socially at the shed. Yes, we, we have the occasional lunch uh, together. We, as uh, Des said, we also have open days where... We have the shed open and we advertise it so people can come and see what uh, we're all about. We also visit other sheds. We've been over to uh, Louth, for example, and uh, we understand that uh, Grantham are now getting going. And also uh, a friend of mine who uh, lives in uh, Northamptonshire in Desborough was very pleased to tell me that they have got a sh shed that has just got started so you mentioned the 400 number that is increasing <laughs> very fast 
I'm sure that if I went back on the website um, on a regular basis, it would click over um, yes. all the time, wouldn't it? Yes, absolutely. Now, um, something went through my mind when you were saying that, and it's just gone. Um, I was wondering about the community benefit, because you, you said that you um, repair things. We do, yes. So uh, how does that work in Collingham? Because that sounds really interesting. Well, people organisations within Collingham obviously know about us and if our um, this, the Collingham Orchard and uh, the play area that they needed new benches so we made benches for them um, various ladies want the gates repairing shall we say notice board repairing things within the church um, all, all those I say little jobs where it's not worth a tradesman doing it we won't take any job that is can be done by the tradesman we're not encroaching on his living mm -hmm. um we the job needs to be done in the shed yes it? we don't, uh, go, we don't out. go out no that's the thing because we do have to pay quite a hefty insurance and that stays within the shed yeah. although we go to shows and that and we do demonstrations but um repairs have to be done in the shed yes. Uh, so, Des mentioned the uh, benches made for the local playground and the orchard. They were made of oak, solid oak, and the work that was put into those benches, well, was nobody's business. It was very, very hard work. So they were well appreciated, the uh, local yeah. benches. Can I say one of one of the other tasks we were asked to do was to make a replica four-poster bed for Newark Castle. Um, Elizabeth Mannings was uh, married from there in 15-something or other, which I've forgotten. 1589. Um, 1589. <laughs> and uh, so we went along and saw what space. And then we had to go around, we researched the website, um, but we had to go to stately homes because at that time there was no glue screws to be able to do the job so we had to persuade national trust to let us step on the carpet and look under the bed to see how the joints were made and we've copied it religiously um, and we've numbered all the joints in the same way as the craftsman would have done in the period and somebody else made the drapes that's now in the castle it's open most sunday afternoons i suppose winter's coming up so that'll come to an end but it's quite a spectacular uh thing to look at probably took us four or five months to build um and it, it's something there hope forever so this would be one of the special projects that you were talking yes, about. Yes, indeed. That yes, you, yes. You'd yeah. yes. Into. And, yeah. And would you would you bring a specific team together to do something? Um, like not, I say not particularly, but you naturally go to the team. Oh, I could do that, and I can do yeah. that. So teams evolve. People get busy and go on holiday, uh, and somebody else always. Oh, I'll do that. On um, another project on a similar lines. Hope School is not far from your yes. studios. We actually did the wheelchair-friendly horse mounting block, mm. um, and that took quite a lot of work. So they can take three people can go up a ramp onto a platform, and then throw the child onto the horse, and off goes the horse. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we also made 
uh, a number of bat boxes that were required by a uh, building developer. So that took quite a bit of work. In addition to that, of course, we've just seen the finish of the Great Tour of Britain cycle race. And of course, last year, it came through Collingham. Yes, as you mm. probably remember. And comes through Newark Town Centre, which yes. did yes. this year, finished did it? in Town right. Centre, yes. Mm. And uh, Des uh, arranged for a wonderful uh, bone shaker bicycle uh, of 1860 uh, period to be made and it was absolutely brilliant and it's seen in the museum now yes it's now gone it, it, we made it so it was you could ride it um and it was made out of wood was it oh yes yes indeed <laughs> oh. i can say it's extremely uncomfortable <laughs> uh, as john says nine uh, 1860 about 10 years later they decided they would race these bone shaker bikes and as you, they were all pushed along by your feet um, and uh, each bike weighed something like 160 pounds so they're no lightweight oh my goodness um, and after, it is yeah, it's quite a quite a lift um, somebody did comment to me that the bike wasn't the right design and which i agreed the bike is about two inches shorter than it should be and about four inches lower in height and the reason for that is it fits in the back of my car <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a bit churnish isn't it to pick you up on a two so. inches on a 12 pound eight, eight, uh, 1860 <laughs> from, from us it went to the giant bike company in donnington and um they put it on display for over the Christmas period alongside a £7,000 fibre, fibreglass or whatever it is, carbon fibre bike. Um, so it was there for about three months. And as John says, it's now in the New York Museum. And I suppose it will only come out as and when a play or yeah. somebody wants something like that for display but but you can actually ride it and the local cy cycle club actually rode it just round the courtyard wonderful uh, projects fantastic and then lastly perhaps must must mention that the local builder uh who is so supportive kind and generous to us he gets us to do one or two jobs and the one that sticks out greatly is the repair of some grade two windows that were being made for a new building uh, project at Sull mm -hmm. and I'm sure Des can elaborate on that to tell you exactly what happened. And as we say, we um, have held on to our two guests uh, in the studio for a little bit longer just to um, tie things up. We were talking about um, a local builder and, and their support, Des, and I think you were going to uh, elaborate a little further on that. Yes, indeed. Well, we're actually on the site of um, Gusto Construction. Um, we're very lucky to borrow a building, uh, <laughs> which we have expanded and... Uh, I, I took over a, a garage from him, so we have 2,000 square feet, but we do lots of jobs for him as and when, um, jobs that aren't worth his men getting involved with, and we were asked to do the metal windows for the old Sovel prison, because it's grade two, 
they were professionally glazed and grade two listed man would not accept them so i think his guys so give it to those old guys in the shed they can do it <laughs> keep them out of the way um each window weighs about a hundred weight um each piece of glass is fitted to that one hole in the window it's, so we had to number everything and take all the glass out um have the frame sand blasted about four coats of paint and then reglaze and grade two listed man came along and said that will do nicely you can now fit them so uh, that was a, a, a success but we do all sorts of little jobs for him that aren't worth his men yeah, and his men come over and borrow our tools i should add <laughs> but we're very lucky to have his support and, and we are his wife's personal maintenance team <laughs> there's a golden rule that if she comes over with something broken you stop what you're doing and fix yes, it everything. Yes. it gets him into trouble for, as well so that's enjoyable i think that's a great deal fantastic so we we are almost out of time for this morning's show so we need to do a little um recap on some of the information so first of all um your shed is in collingham our sheds in collingham uh, we have a website collingham men in sheds no spaces and in there are all our details there's my phone number my email address john's phone number uh, so we can be contacted yes uh I think uh, a lot of interested people like to perhaps talk over the phone and if they want to talk as some chaps have done with me to ring me on Newark 703889 703889 uh, and, 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 and sometimes people just want to, um, to just to find out what happens and, and, and talk to somebody who's experienced it maybe and um, so that will be a good reason for them getting in touch with you um, yes. initially yes Yes. Absolutely. Now, the national organisation, which, as I said before, um, over 11,000 men and um, all those sheds opening on an almost daily basis. And incidentally, I noticed on their website very, very quickly that um, the um, Men in Sheds organisation has been supported for the last two or three months by Waitrose, their, their um, national charity. I, I'm an online shopper, mainly because my car won't work half the time <laughs> so i have to get my shop my shopping delivered my big shops delivered and at the end of the shopping thingy you get the community votes thing yes and i will tell you that i've been voting for men in sheds that's what um, we like to hear i don't know whether it's still open i'm due to do another um online shop this week so i'll have a check but um as i said before it is a charitable organization isn't it um it is there for people to find a sh there's a map with little green sheds all over it all over the country all um what did i say 464 of them i think yes we're, we're expanding um, and if you looked at the website today you'd probably find there was over 500 yes. now but um it's it's forever changing um i can't i can never remember their website uk uh, i've got it written down <laughs> it is www.mensheds, all one word, mensheds.org.uk. It's well worth going on to. There's so much information on there, and they will point you into existing sheds and sheds that are going to be open fairly soon uh, um, and those in the planning stage fantastic uh, and i'm sure men will just enjoy going along do please make that little bit of effort you will 
get to know everybody very quickly you'll be made most welcome and the tea and coffee pot is on all the time yes. um, i always say we arrive at 10 and that's for coffee at quarter to 11 we better do some work <laughs> but of course 11 o'clock is coffee break and, uh, and, and now it's time to go home yes. <laughs> So we enjoy ourselves. So yes, I, ex I endorse exactly what uh, Des has been saying. And I also would like to add that we do feature in a lot of craft fairs that are going on locally. We usually take a stand to uh, show people what we make and also sell the occasional item, which obviously helps our funds. And if you're really keen, Please come along next Saturday to the Collingham Show where we'll be having a stand there. So you'll be well pleased to go to that. So the Collingham Show next Saturday, do, do we know what time of day um, specifically? Oh, it's, it's nearly it's, all day. All day thing. It yeah. start, mm -hmm. uh, starts at nine o'clock and finishes about five o'clock. So um, there's a plowing match on, there's the typical flower show, um, all sorts of other crafts, uh, horse show jumping is going on, cattle showing, sheep, well, I suppose sheep showing, whatever the right <laughs> word is. <laughs> what should be mentioned is the fact that uh, we're not an expensive club to join. We expect members to have an annual subscription of £25 and when they come we expect them to put a pound in the tin for the tea and coffee. Fantastic. So, not expensive. Fantastic. Thank you guys very much indeed for coming in. We are virtually out of time. We've, time. We've literally got about a minute to finish off. If you want to um, check those details, contact details for the men in sheds, go to the Girls Around Town website, girlsaroundtownonline.com. You will see um, all uh, links to those on there. Rachel, anything exciting planned for this afternoon? I'm going for a healthy long walk out to Farndon and probably have lunch at one of the pubs by the riverside. And why not? Yes. No, and I am going to a meeting of um, Newark Creative or Creative Newark. I'm never quite sure which way around. I think it's Newark Creative. Um, lots of creative people in, in the town meeting this afternoon um, to talk about what they do and hopefully the reason I'm going obviously is to find some more guests for the show so just to very very quickly tell you next week it will be myself and Rosalind and our um, guest is a lady called Donna Smith and she is going to be talking about burning bright not burning out uh, all the details will be on our website in the next few days and uh, as I say Rachel uh, Rosalind and I will be in the studio uh, from 10 o'clock next week so do join us thank you for joining us today we've had a great show with the men in sheds we must do it again sometime we